Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the street, chess, motherfucking podcast. Make some noise! He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast. And your number one source for drunk facts. This drink chess, motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for drink champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, hopefully it's what it should be. This is your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ EFN. And this is Drink Chess Motherfucking Podcast. Make some noise! Now, now, when we started this podcast, we said we want to in, we want to inter, uh, interview legends. We want people that's been out this game, that's been in this game for ten years or more, and is still monkey foot stomping people like the gum under the table huh. with the dirty Timberlands on the side of your mouth. This guy has been doing stand-up Had his first gig at 14 or some shit like this This man is still around He's a baby He's still around He's been on Def Comedy Jam Before you even knew what Def Jam was He's been out here He's been from Jerry Maguire To all type of different movies To Mad TV One of the longest running cast members When you think of King of Comedy I think of him Uh And in case you didn't know Uh He also makes Uh the best impressions in the world In case you don't know what I'm talking about, Eric Spears makes up now, now, the crazy thing about you is a lot of people say they have rich history in comedy, right? Yeah. You actually have rich history mm. in comedy. Like, I mean, from the beginning, like, you know, going, like, did, did you have your first gig at 14 or was it 16? I started at 14. I started at 14. Yeah. So what was that, comedic? It was being, uh, or just being entertainment? Uh, you know how straight comedy I start. You know, wow. I, I came up uh, through the ranks of Jersey and New York right. with Bill Bellamy. Right. Uh, this is in clubs, fourteen yeah, in yeah, clubs. Tribeca in, in wow. Newark, Indigo Blues, Peppermint Lounge, East Orange. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm to come back. Your first show was at Uptown Comedy Club. Was that true? In Harlem, yeah. That was my first show ever. Yeah. That's why when I read this yeah, shit, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, they yeah. playing with me? Yeah, like, my, yeah, first show, yeah, yeah. my first show I ever had was at Uptown Comedy Club, yeah. and I read that about you. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. But isn't the other one a little colder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. You know, you know, pop bottles, nigga. Come on. Yeah, see if that one is colder. But so go ahead. Yeah, I, I, uh-huh. I, uh, I, I first went to the improv with my mother and my sister back when you had to draw numbers out of a hat. Mm. So we all put in numbers. Mm. None of us got it. So mm. I'm, you know, feeling deflated. Right. So I probably pulled my mom's aside and said, right. you know, they got Uptown Comedy Club in Harlem. So you know, we jumped on the train, went up there. And was it about a cotton club? I can't remember okay. that. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Remember. Yeah, What's yeah. the numbers, though? When you pull the numbers, what does that mean? Just put, put 
draw numbers in a hat. So, so to be able to get on stage, 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 stage? Open, open mic night. Open right. mic, yeah. okay, okay. So I didn't get that, so I said go down to, oh, to, the, to the uptown. Up right. And, uh, you know, I, I really didn't even have material then. I just would do, like, like impressions. So I did, like, James Brown, So Eddie you Murphy. started doing impressions from the gate? From the gate. Yeah, well, that's, what that's what my, Yeah, that was my... I'm an 80s baby, so I grew right. up watching Eddie on SNL. Right. And... Uh, Eddie was doing the impressions thing. My first impression ever was Louis Armstrong because my mother's a jazz blues singer. Right. So moms and pops would play that when pops was getting it in. Right. So when I heard potato, potato, you say tomato, <laughs> I knew pops was, pops was blowing mom's back out. Uh, so, you know, I, you know, I'm an 80s baby. I grew up on TV, so Eddie was my first heavy right. influence and right. so I just went to the uptown and I did like three impressions doing Pepsi commercials. Wow. Uh, and you know from hey, the, the bug bit me, mm-hmm. I killed it and uh, I was, I've been in it ever since, man. So, yeah. so um, I'm sorry I'm jumping around but I'm gonna get straight to it because it was First of all, nigga, yeah. here's what I gotta say I love about you. Okay. Uh, Nigga, you're on time and you don't play. Rappers have this, this, this stigma for being super late. But this nigga runs like a Jewish man. Time is money. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Um, it was different for me because when I became a CEO, I realized that that was one of the things that these people don't want is to waste your time. Mm-hmm. So I always, I always be on time. But let me, let me, let me get back to you, right? Because one of the illest things that I, I watched you all day today. So literally, you've been on my mind this whole day, right? Um, one of the things that you that you said that was very interesting to me, you said when a person does stand up, that's supposed to be all you. It's supposed to be one on one with with the uh, uh, the audience. Yeah. And there's certain people who who have help. Do you still feel that that way, or or is it because the best ones don't have? Be- help. Because let me just tell you why. I watched. Like three of your joints, you literally had me in tears. Thank you, bro. So I'm sitting around like, damn. So I could understand your frustration. And when I heard you say it at first, yeah, I didn't understand it until I seen yeah, your yeah. shit. And I said, I can understand how you bust your ass yeah. on your shit. You, you literally, you told a bitch, her pussy tastes like cold French fries. I go, holy moly, holy moly, guacamole. How you gonna tell somebody that? Like, oh my, my man. Yeah. So I'm just saying. So um, are you talking about ghostwriting? Yeah, yeah, because basically, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I look at it like R and B, right? Like, but then when I heard your point of view, and you saying, "Man, if I go out there and I'm busting my ass," like, I, you expect that? Is, is that something you still feel? Or yeah, I mean, because it's like, look, I can't, and, and maybe that's a question for you to answer. Right. Maybe it's different in the rap game because I no. know some rappers have ghostwriters. Right. No, no, but I, I know, don't, for, I don't like that. I, I know for comedy, <laughs> uh, the the best motherfuckers. Is you because right. you know every every comic wants to come out and have they joke be a right. grand slam home run. Right. That's always the intention, right. but that's not always the case. From the time you say hello to the time you say good night and everything in between, yep. we want every joke to be a Mike Tyson punch from the eighties. Mm. Everything is thrown with mm. bad intentions. Not but Mike not, now. Who's smoking not weed? Not Mike now. Mike, oh, Mike. Mike got his fun yeah. swing. Yeah. Mike, Mike. I can't yeah. take Mike right yeah. now. Yeah. No, no, he's smoking weed. I don't know, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, no, but, but uh, we all want everything to be. Michael still fuck y'all up. Nah, Michael, like, don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Um, but you know, as you sit there as an artist and you mold uh-huh. that piece of clay, you're looking for perfection. Right. You're looking for your piece to be the Mona Lisa. Right. And it's like, if someone comes along and gives you, like sometimes when you do a joke, you might not have it where it's perfect yet. You're missing a key ingredient, right. whether it's a facial expression, a physical move, a, a one-liner. And if somebody comes to you and goes, hey, do this, do this face, 
add this little this little thing right here. And that's the difference between where your shit was here to now here. That's you or that's them. That's mm. the steroid. Somebody just gave you the steroid mm. to make you do what you got to do. Mm. So for you to be able to take on your own accord and create that shit with no help to mm. where you got a classic, mm. that's you. You the artist. You the only one that did that. But right. if somebody gives you that key ingredient to mm. make your gumbo the winning gumbo, mm. is, it, is, it, is it you? That's so what I'm saying. Is either or wrong or right? I mean, it depends on the... From an artist, on the individual, it's on the individual. Right, right. You know what, what, what you striving for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I talked about, you know, the Kevin Hart situation, my mother was like, "Well, you know, Richard Pryor had Paul Mooney." Correction. Yeah. Paul Mooney wrote for Richard Pryor on the Richard Pryor show. Right. That's a TV show. Got That's it. not stand up. Right. For a TV show, there's a lot of parts in that. It's an ensemble cast. You right. need right. writers. It's TV. Right. It's, it's writing TV. for TV. Right. But for stand up. That's boxing. That's you. Right. Ain't nobody in that ring but you. That's how it should be. Yo, I didn't I, like when you said it. I, I That's really suggest. Crazy the way you put it no, right no. Now. I really suggest people go and like look up what you do because the thing about it is like you know I got to look at the comics because this is what I got to do. And, so no, then, and look real quick because I'm only no, no problem. I'm cut you no off. problem. But please. even I, I even had somebody saying the YouTube comments when I said that. Okay. Well, dog, if you look at the credits for uh, Raw. It right. says Robert Townsend and Ken Ivy Wayans. Right. They didn't write a stand-up. They wrote the skit in the beginning. Right. Kicked him in the ding-ding. Thank you. Right. That's right. what they did. Right. And he wrote his own stand-up. And even Paul Mooney said in an interview, I don't write for Richard. Richard was a genius, nigga. Right. I didn't write for Richard. <laughs> you watch Richard. Richard, I would watch Richard and go, nigga, that's genius. <laughs> Richard did not need my help. <laughs> nigga, stop with that goddamn. <laughs> that nigga's scaring me. You know niggas don't like that. Noises. White men made noises like that. So, <laughs> yeah. One of the um, craziest lines you I heard you say was, you said everybody is a little bit racist. Yeah. Now I agree with that, <laughs> but I want to correct the statement because racist implies that you have some type of power. So I want to say everybody's prejudiced. Yes, everyone's yes. prejudiced. Because so, when you look up the real definition of racism, yeah, and again, that's a Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney spoke on that and said, mm -hmm. you know, when you look up racist, by definition, I can't be racist. You can't because it's about power. power right, so you're right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so when I heard you say that, and I'm so sorry to to, to my people, but um, if I was to you know go outside right now, and I was to see an Asian person get into a car accident. It doesn't matter who the other person you is. To the Asian I would person, automatically be like, I think it's that person. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, I have never seen an Asian um, actually get into an accident. But from what I've heard, I think that they're not listen, good drivers. Listen, listen. Because Stereo of, that, now that's a stereotype. Stereotype. That's stereotype. stereotype. No, but, but stereotypes exist because there's truth to it. Because it's true to it. Because I love watermelon yeah. and fried chicken. Yes. I ain't gonna lie. It's it's not not every single person, absolutely. but there's a good amount of numbers. Of course. Of course. Right. Of course. Right. You know, I always tell people, it's like, look, do all black women have fat asses? No. Mm -hmm. right. I've seen black women with asses flat as notebook paper. Mm -hmm. It's like, nigga, there's white tigers in the wild. Right. <laughs> they do exist, but that's not the norm. Most black women have big asses, but white tigers exist. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really agree with that because, like, like it's certain right, the white tigers. No, it's stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, there's, certain, okay, there's certain stereotypes that's 100 percent dead on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, 
like us liking chicken. Like Latinos Comedy and Comedy wouldn't be funny without stereotypes. Absolutely. Let's just be honest about it. Latinos and blacks. We, we fucking love chicken. Everybody. That's why people love chicken too, but it's more of a passion with us. Mm. That's why we keep hot sauce in our glove compartment. Yeah, that's real. That's why people shit. don't keep yeah, it. They never quit with hot sauce, nigga. That's real. You know what I mean? So Y'all keep hot sauce in your glove compartment? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Absolutely. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Frank's, are you a Frank's guy? What oh, kind of hot sauce? Spicy ketchup, nigga. Step up. Tabasco is hot sauce. No, no, no. No, you are spicy, spicy. Tabasco's whack, man. Tabasco's whack. Tabasco's hard. Tabasco's whack. I like Tabasco. Chalula, oh, man. I like what's, 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 what's the Spanish shit. What's the LA shit? What's the LA shit? What's the LA shit? That's it, Tapatio. No, of the, 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 the South Asian. The um, is it Tapatio? Oh no, you you thinking of the? Wasabi. Well, no, 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 man. Shut up. I think I know what he's talking about. Sriracha, sriracha, sriracha. They come in that cream, that clear bottle with the green tip. That ain't necessarily hot sauce. It is, but it isn't. It's LA hot sauce. It's like tires. I only see that shit in Korean. LA. And you live in LA, like yeah. so. You so you you were born in Jersey, is that correct? New York, N- New York. Yeah. Then you moved, moved to Jersey. To uh, then you moved to LA. Jersey then LA. Yeah. Jersey then LA. How how like? And now as you moved to LA, you were in the business, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So how different was that coming from the East Coast? Like you, look, you still look like a straight up New York oh, dude. I, I bleed New York. Hat, I, I bleed Tim's New York. On. But uh, I moved out to LA. When I'm surprised I was... you didn't have a sweat rag. You always have a sweat rag. I too. usually do. <laughs> I'm gonna need the motherfucker. So. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm on point. You see, yeah, I'm on yeah. point. Um, you and my man Craig Robinson always yeah, have a yeah, sweat yeah. rag. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of New Yorkers look down on LA, but when I moved there, mm. I was 18, 17. Mm. So mm. everything became mine for the first time. Mm. First piece of pussy. First mm. house. First car. Mm. My first independence. Mm. So LA has become my home because I, you know, I, I, I grew up there. In a sense of becoming a man right. When I was in Jersey In New York I was living in my mama house right. So I was still under her roof And her rules and regulations In New York We got Puerto Ricans And in LA You got Mexicans, Mexicans yeah. I like your Mexican impression too And listen I love Spanish women My, my two kids Baby mother's Puerto Rican Wow uh, and you know they, you know Mexican girls, they cool, but right. you know them bitches be heavy with the drawing the face on. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Talk about makeup, okay? okay. Creating your own eyebrows and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> Puerto Rican women, them boniquas have a different kind of sexy. <laughs> you know what I mean? My heart is always attached to East Coast, right. but I love LA, man. I do, man. I love LA too, man. Let me ask you something. Yeah. You said at one point that white people are actually the drink champs, like the white people. Oh yeah, because like, like they they drink different. Well, they drink to get blasted, and they tell you that. Dude, you can't fucking wait to get inebriated. You can it. Like they drink with the sole purpose of being knocked the fuck blacking out. Niggas, we 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 drink to get nice. You know what I like? We we gotta stay. Oh, because I got a white friend too, right? Oh, <laughs> we all do. We all, look, but let me just tell you, this was this was the one time I felt like white privilege. One day we were walking, and I'm walking with him, obviously, and we're walking through somewhere I know we're not supposed to walk through because there's nothing but police there. So the police officer says, "Hey guys, you gotta get out of there." He said, "What?" Law office of such such for fourteen forty four says that we can. I looked. I said, I'm with him. <laughs> I was like, right. Officer looked at me like I know you know better. Than that. <laughs> I'm with him. 
one. Yo, it's, a, it's a weird climate because you, you see all the clips on YouTube uh-huh. where some brothers stand their ground with the cops right. and they say, nigga, give me your badge number. Right. And they break down what I know what the law is. Right. Hats off to you brothers, but that's, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's like a brave, that. stupid <laughs> mistake. Right. I understand. I'm not trying to be on no young punk right. shit. You, uh, you know, it's hurt. nice that you can state the law right. and you stand your ground, but them niggas will yeah. kill you. Yeah. So you playing roulette with your life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's Very like true. we we we've been new to law. We know right. the law better than anybody. Right. But that's a dangerous game. Yeah. Nah, very dangerous. Very dangerous. So what 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 is the best thing about comedy besides you releasing your pain? Because that's what I start to notice. What I started to do today was um obviously I started to search you. And when I search you, other names come up. So right. I start to look and I start to notice that is it is it is it that you guys have to go through some type of dramatic thing to write something funny about it, or it just comes naturally when you write your material? I, I think the the best ones it just comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like anything else, I don't care what kind of artist you are, sports, right. rapping, right, singing, yeah. dancing, comedy. Right. The best shit is organic mm-hmm. when it flows. As Michael Jordan would say, you know, let you know, don't chase the game, let it come to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Relax. Mm. Uh, and I mean, comedy's moist now. You know, mm. we in a moist era. You gotta watch what you say. Career. Well, they have to watch what mm. they say. Mm. I'm, I'm Floridian with my comedy. I stand my ground, nigga. Mm. You said Floridian? Listen, and I'm, I'm playing a weird game because while everybody's looking to conform to the status quo, right. because everybody's worried about the climate of sensitivity, right. I really, correctness. I really believe that this shit is going to be a backlash and it's going to come back around. And when it does, I want people, people to be able to say he never wavered. Mm. So yeah. It was always him While some people will go Well such and such Seems different now Because right. they're trying To match the climate right. And I don't ever Want to wait It's a pendulum it's, yeah. it's going like, one I, way Too I, far yeah. Like I see Marlon Wayans he said, he said He doesn't care About people's feelings Like if, as long as He's funny like he don't care like if he hurt somebody's feelings in the process he said because you know everyone's so sensitive right now. Yeah. And and the thing about it you, you feel like you feel like is it handcuffs on comedy because because of that? I, I mean it, I know you outside the box right, but I, I think it's handcuffs on comics right. if you let it be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm not going to let it be because mm. I, I just... Well, first of all, you know, Hollywood don't like me much anyway. Mm. So what the fuck I look like right. trying to song and dance and do jazz right. hands right. for approval I don't have to begin with. Right. So, you know, I'm going to continue to do it how I do it. And hopefully, knock on wood, and it comes around. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not going to switch my shit up so I can fall in line with everybody else. That's corny to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But what you're saying seems like it's beyond Hollywood. It's like... Becoming the status quo The politically correctness bullshit But I, Listen man I look at it like Prohibition era You know this is America Anybody that knows The history of this country <sighs> Americans are arrogant We don't like to be told What we can and can't right. do So it's like prohibition It's like people want to drink They want to have a good time They don't want nothing To take away from Having a good time So if being Not politically correct And saying wild shit Because that's how you feel Provides an, uh, an, an entertainment For an audience People are going to want that because they're going to get tired of being told off political correctness and it's going to backlash. And when it does, like I said, I want to be one of the people that they go. Also, you know, he, he stood his ground. He didn't fake it. I see one special. You said that you said you said I say the N word. I say the F word and the C word. Is yeah, it, is I say it all that shit. But I make fun of midgets. It seemed that comedy would be the pinnacle of what it's supposed to supposedly be. Supposedly the U.S. stands for. You know, you know, total I wanted freedom. to name a group of mine called the retards. Right. But I was very scared. Yeah, a group called the total retards. 
retards? No, no, no. First off, I was in a gang called the retards. A gang? A gang. Oh, the like, no, when I was growing up, that's a fact. So when I became famous, I was like, this is the dopest name in the world. Like, let me just go with it. But then I was like, damn, all the political correctness. Until you said Wait, that. Wait, the gang was worried about political correctness? I mean, it was me. I was normal at the time. Man. I was trying to get some money, man. So yeah, so I was like, yeah. And I was like, you know what? Certain people were offended, but I didn't mean it how they how they was taking it. Right. I meant it and like, you know, we were retarded. Not like, that retarded, this retarded. Yeah, not 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 I that. actually do a joke where I know I, I seem about to <laughs> okay, yeah. cerebral ballsy about with, with the peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I said at some point I said, uh, you know how black people keep hot sauce in their golf compartment. It's like nigga, I keep skip peanut butter in case I run into a retarded bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Smear peanut butter and jack off like this. This PB and B and J is gonna be. This peanut butter blowjob gonna be epic, nigga. You're getting dickling by a retarded bitch. You put peanut butter on the dick. And with that tongue action, shit. Man. Big up, big up to big up to everybody handicapped. Uh, we're not talking about handicapped. But here's the thing. Here's what's okay. funny about it. Uh, when I've had people show up in my at my shows that are mentally challenged, retarded, mm. they love it. Mm. They want to be made fun of just Absolutely. like it. They don't want to be looked at as victims. Oh, they, I've had them come up and go, man, this is funny. And they fucking love it. They love it. Nobody wants to be in seclusion from, you know, being a part of what's deemed everybody else. You know, fuck that shit. Is there such thing as going too far on comedy? Yeah. But, yes. you, but like Dave Chappelle said, you don't know where the line is till you cross it. Mm-hmm. You know you what I'm saying? Gotta, yeah. So you got to cross it. I do, a joke right, I do a joke right now where mm-hmm. I make fun of Dr. King getting assassinated because really he was on the balcony after he was eating pussy in the motel room. <laughs> I wasn't you ready. Know what I'm <laughs> so, you know, but when you hear the joke... I did hear King was out, though. I did hear yeah. King was out here sleeping. Oh, he was going in. He was going in. He was, yeah, he was on the balcony like, oh, that pussy was back down. No, that's historic. It's historically known. He went in. My blackness tried to deny it. Like, I, you know, to this day, I know I'm changing the subject. Let me tell you something. Here's what's OJ great. ain't do it. Here's what's, here's what's OJ great did not do it. Here's so what's great about comedy. comedy. OJ, <laughs> OJ did not do it, my nigga. I, I listen. I hung out with OJ. I've been around accident murderers. I've been around purpose murderers. OJ ain't got it in him. I don't know if it's my blackness taking over. It's a little bit of your blackness. It's a little bit But I swear to God, I look at the juice and I be like, he, but now, this is what does make me. Come he on, does, man. He told us, basically. Nah, stop. Don't yeah, say he that. really did. He really did. Stop. Stop. Don't say Stop, these guys. Don't be spreading this. You rumors. told him your original member of murder you. He said, yeah. Yeah, but that, <laughs> listen, that's the thing about OJ. He plays on it. He, no, he definitely plays on it. You're right. You're right. That's some bold That's a bold shit. That's some bold shit. Like, like I, I did notice that. I don't think he did it. I seriously don't think he did it. Like I know no, I was playing really earlier. No, I really don't think he did it. I really, I really don't think Michael Jackson did it neither. I, I mean, why did we have to go there? No, 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 but let me ask you, what, why, what, like, are you really saying him and Michael didn't do it because that's your blackness? I never met Michael. I met OJ, mm-hmm. and there were certain things. Now he could be a great actor. He did do Neck and Gun. Yeah, all three of them. All three. I mean, that wasn't the best thespian movie. To me, it was. Time. You understand? To me, that's a masterpiece. <laughs> to me, that's a masterpiece, my brother. To me, so, so, but I didn't come. Up, I didn't. You know, I know people who have that bad gene in them. That bad searches. And I, that, you know, I'm trying to, to 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 look at it. It's either he's a great actor or he really don't have that in it to him. Now, I can't say that he. 
like the person that did it the didn't snap call is him. Different. Didn't call him after and say I did it, and he said he held it down from there. But him actually doing it, I just can't see. You it. think R. Kelly did it? Oh yeah, I could. Have <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. There's a white on this. Huh? I'm gonna tell you why. I also did a record with R. Kelly. I'm be honest. I'm telling the truth. It's the only record that I got that sold over 10 million. I have no other record that's a, so I kept my plaque. Okay? <laughs> Your plaque is dirty. It is dirty. <laughs> I actually ordered another one because I lost it, right? Yeah. So anyway. So when I went to record with R. Kelly, um, it's actually the same story that Puff Daddy had. He was actually playing basketball. I'm in Chicago. And I'm like, I, I didn't feel important. Like, what the fuck am I waiting around watching this grown-ass man play fucking basketball? So he said, yo, if you want, you can just go to the studio and lay the verse. So I went to the studio, and in each studio, I saw a bed. Oh, Mind you. Bunk beds? No, just a bed uh, in the just, studio. Just wondering. That's abnormal. Niggas ain't have no beds in no fucking studio, but... Let me get some money. The thing was this. I had just came from Bearsville. Bearsville was a place where you you be secluded for two months, and you had actual um, you know bedrooms in the studio because you slept there. So it never rung the alarm to me until I watched the documentary. When I watched the documentary, and he was like, "Each girl had beds in their studio." I was like, "Oh shit, I didn't saw that. <laughs> like, I didn't literally saw that." But that's the reason why I believe. Uh, and I actually did see him eat somebody's ass. What? On, on video. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. uh, oh, but that was that the underage girl? Yeah, yeah. Didn't oh. we all see that shit? I mean, that shit. We saw the PM That shit was the first Netflix, yard. wasn't it? Like, that was the first Netflix and chill. That it wasn't net, but it was some flicks. <laughs> yeah, was, but, um, so yeah, I, I believe all oh, did it. Um, I believe that. Right. But, um, the juice. I don't believe did it, and um, Mike, I don't believe did it. You, you know, you think that's my blackness? A little bit. <laughs> because listen, black people, we you know we 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 we're inclined to protect our own, mm. especially our, our heroes, because they oh. tear our heroes down so right. much. So it's a it's an instinct, an internal instinct to want. I heard to protect. you said you didn't believe Bill till eighty nine, like first yeah. eighty two. You you you, yeah, I, you know he ninety four. You said damn Bill, you fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the number of amount of people yeah. or the year. I'm just playing. Oh, I'm just no, playing like, listen, man, with, with, what Bill Cosby did for black people because of the Cosby Show Absolutely. is such yeah. you know an accomplishment. The you know, he put us on a map vibes. on a sophisticated level. Mm-hmm. So you know, there, again, there's an automatic loyalty to that. And he predicted Brooklyn. Would be gentrified. Yes, because he was in he was in a nice part of Brooklyn. No one knew what part of Brooklyn that was. Listen, people get caught up in celebrities so much that they act like celebrities are immune from having sicknesses. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Good. You ain't got to be uh, a regular person to have a a sick fetish right. or to be fucked up. It's just them niggas got money, but they, they got nigga, fame. So what was he doing? He was slipping Mickey's. Bitch, I want you to drink this. <laughs> <laughs> I made you a special cocktail. <laughs> Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. 
I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question. I promise you have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what was funny about the Bureau situation? Not to make fun fun of it. But the thing about it was he denounced hip hop. He, he denounced the shit out of He denounced hip-hop. comedians who who cursed and used the N word. Yeah. So it's crazy that when it came back to it, that's what he needed too. That's right. what he needed in his fucking corner. Yeah. Was he he needed hip hop? I, 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 a famous female comedian told me a story that uh, Bill Cosby actually tried to shut Def Comedy Jam down. Oh, oh. He, he, he tried to talk to DL. He didn't want, uh, and he had said that he did some radio interview with DL Hewley. And he even had his people get a hold of the tape. But he didn't want Def Jam to happen because wow. of all the profanity. And the, he was worried that black people was going to make us look bad with all the pussy jokes. Meanwhile, and, he's slipping niggas some shit. Hey, hypocrites, man. Yeah, he's, slip, hypocrites. he's slipping in something. The, he's irony, slipping the irony of it. Wow, yeah. man. That's crazy. So yeah. you don't think there's no truth to that conspiracy that he was about to... By some network. Listen, man, I, 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 when I hear NBC? black people, when I hear black people say that, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Listen, people go, "Well, uh, he, he couldn't afford, he couldn't afford NBC, or he was oh. going to." Listen, they wasn't selling it. It wasn't enough for sale. He could have afforded it, but they're not selling it. White people are not giving away power, and to be able to project how black people are seen all over the world from an image—that's power. Right. And, you know and they're not going to give him that kind of power. Oh, they let Harvey pay his way out. Harvey Weinstein pay his way out. And, and this was shit from last year. The, the, right. The year. And, and Bill shit is from 20 years ago. And they got him doing time. For they this. do niggas dirty, nigga. You know they do niggas. Even rich niggas. Well, even rich niggas. Even rich niggas. I do, I do, I do. Nigga, they will lock you up with your money. Paul Mooney's just said it right there. That's my man right there. That's my man right there. Um... Comedy is 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 such a um, a contact sport. I didn't realize it till um, I'm actually going through the. You guys damn near taking the the shit of rappers right now. Like you niggas got beef with each other. Like I, you know, I, I don't. I don't I don't really know about that. I mean, I mean, you know, there's there's small little uh-huh. things here and there, but I've you know I've never had a beef really with anybody. Mm. You know, I've been opinionated about shit, mm. and people take that as beef, but I've mm. never officially said, oh, I don't like this cat, or I have a problem with this cat. Right. Like I said, I'm just opinionated, right. and, and and motherfuckers be so delicate now that it's almost like having an opinion means you're a hater. Not going yeah. with the grain right. means you a hater, That's and it's like, why am I wrong just because I don't agree? With your assessment, no, you can have an opinion person. sometimes, but it, sometimes it just ha- can't be publicly. Because anytime you you have you voice an opinion publicly, then a person can publicly react to that opinion, and then it, it just keeps going on. So sometimes if I have something bad to say about something, or if I don't like something about somebody, I just don't say it because I know they're gonna take it as I'm hating, as opposed to having that opinion. Well, I know, but I think that's unfortunate that you should be. You have to shun yeah. your thoughts. Because yeah. you're worried about being labeled a hater. Mm. You know, I think that's one of the most overused words right. in the world. It's like, you know, right. I, if, if it'd be one thing if I said, oh, this person is 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 garbage. 
uh, as right. a comedian. I, and, and again, I've never said that about anybody that I've been accused of saying that about. I just had a difference of opinion. You know what I'm right. saying? Sometimes I can recognize the genius of the comic, but right. he don't necessarily make me laugh. Mm. I'm not saying he's a bad comic. Mm. He Let's just see. don't do it for me. But I see the genius. Right. I see the genius in it. Mm. You know? So how about you? Because we've heard your opinions on people getting ghost, ghost uh, written for. Mm -hmm. But how about you? Has people come to you and say, yo, Ari, I want you to write this for me. I want you to help out with this, this. And, yeah. then, and then what's your stance on that? Yeah, towards and I, that yeah, and I say no. Uh, Wait, what? Like, yeah, you man, because I, I can't be your voice. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Plus, for me to write for you, I'm too busy going to be thinking about how I would do it to make oh. it as funny as it could be. And, and what I might give it, you might not be comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? I can make a suggestion, and if you follow it, that's that's. So you're saying you. that to a stand-up? But yeah, stand-up. If, if, okay, but if a person comes to you for a movie nah, script, TV, that's something yeah, different. That's different. That's okay. different. But stand-up, you wanted to come from the... the yeah, man, because oh. again, like I said, my, my, my heroes in life, uh, Michael Jordan, Ali, Tyson, and I, I, I try to approach my comedy like Tyson in the 80s. Mm. Like I said, I want like every joke to try to knock your head into the nosebleeds. Right. I, 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 you know, I don't want no soft spots mm. in my set. Like when I look at some of the greatest rappers, you know, you buy a Nas album, a Jay-Z mm. album, a mm. Jadakus album from track one mm. to 22, mm. you might get one track or two that you go, that's all right. Mm -hmm. But the rest, you mm. like, yo, there's no weak spots. Right. So mm. I don't want to be one of these comics who come out and do an hour, you go, 15 minutes was great. Right. The other 10, eh. And then the next five was, Kind of strong. I want from hello to good night mm. for you to be checking your tear ducts and no, you're getting the ab workout. I, I'm, I'm trying to destroy it. You was killing this. So let me ask you, what do you like more? Being on film, like like recording like movies or things like that, or being on stand-up? You know, they all they all got they 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 blessings and they curse. Mm. Uh from a stand-up, from an ego standpoint, right. you know, nothing is more gratifying than being a comedian because right. that's all you. You're right. the producer, the writer, director, you're the star. Right. You do a movie and a TV show, them is the writer's words. Right. Sometimes it's the director's vision that right. they that they give you in terms of direction. Sometimes it's a producer's call, right. you know, so it ain't all you, right. uh, which can be a good thing too because it's like a team sport. You're playing off your man. Right. And if you got a good teammate, who knows how to hit you with the no look or the whip wop, right. you know, and they make your game better. Right. Nothing's better than doing a scene with an actor and this motherfucker's so tight, you gotta tighten up your game. Mm. So now you're not, you're on the same team, but you're competing. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause he's like, okay, I gotta step my shit up mm. cause this nigga's a beast. Mm. With stand up, is you you alone, man. Mm. Rise, or, rise or fail, you know, you alone. Did you feel that in Mad TV? Like, what was that? Absolutely. Like, you know, I, the, the crew I had, uh, again, if we and put it in basketball terms, we was like a championship team. Mm. You know, we knew we, we knew where we had to be. We knew each other's weaknesses, each other's good spots. We knew where the person liked the ball. So we just knew how to play off of each other in such a strong way that it made for a great show. Unfortunately, wow. you know, we wasn't Saturday Night Live. Yeah, damn near, damn near, damn you know, near. Was that a vibe that you, that was your, like, your... your we were at competition but, but the fact of the matter is No matter how good we were right. It's like you know The NFL versus the CFL Right, you know, right. Saturday Night Live is big leagues. That's right. that's NFL, man. And 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 you know, the people that watched us would say, "You guys are way better than them." Right. But we ain't them. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, they they was the bully on the block. Let no matter how bad they were. Right. right. 
Let, let me big up some shine papers real quick. We smoking the, these out and uh, I ain't even uh, smoking, nigga. Come I'm on, you got it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask because no, I, I, I had I have something special it. for you. Oh, did you? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah nigga, I, I did the smoke box would be real twice and oh, I yeah? tapped out. Oh, okay, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, nigga. You got the smoke champs with you? No, no, I don't. But let me big up to be real. Um, cause the smoke box is very ill. But I'm gonna be honest, I don't like hot boxing. Like even when I'm in my whip I, and I smoke, I gotta roll the window down a little bit. So big him up, cause he does that shit every motherfucking day. Woo. You know what I'm saying? Every motherfucking day. So one thing you said, um, you, you, you quoted a statistic. You said Obama had 97 percent <coughs> of the black vote. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, it was pretty much up there. It was pretty much all of it. Wow. Yeah, the ones who didn't vote for him was the cool niggas. <laughs> People that just didn't vote. Right. No, it's the cool niggas, though. <laughs> if he'd had the cool niggas, too, he'd have been at 100. Right, right. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Um, and you also said you don't smoke weed with Asians. Yeah. Damn, that's specific as a motherfucker. <laughs> Why are you so damn specific? Let me tell you something. Some of that shit is, is you know, it's entertainment. You know, yeah. I would smoke weed. I think he was looking at your MySpace page. No, 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 shit ain't I would smoke weed with Asians, but the the, the punchline lies in the stereotype. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. In the eyes. In yeah. the eyes. Because, you know, I don't want to smoke with somebody that looks like they dead and blow my eye. <laughs> and their eyes is three quarters closed. So. Now, um,. I've heard you say this before, and I'm very, very curious to, to actually hear you say this in mm-hmm. person. You said that um, you thought you were blackballed at one point. I still do. Okay. Now, for people who's, you know, who's not aware of what blackball means, right? Right. Um, can you describe what blackball is? And then not only that, say why you felt you, you were being blackballed. Uh, you know, blackball is when they put you in the book. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you know, it don't matter how talented you are. If you're in the book, mm. they're not, they not fucking with you. Mm. Uh, and listen, do I, do I technically know for a fact that I am? Of course not. Right. Um, and every now and then, you know, I, I book a job here and there. Right. So maybe I'm not. Mm. But, but I don't think I'm on the top of the list mm. uh, when it comes time to cast for certain projects or whatever project, right. um, and that's partly because you know, again, I, I'm, I'm, again, I'm opinionated, man, and right. I and I and I tend not to hold back, right. and and I, you know, I'm, I'm not out here trying to maliciously say things for effect. Right. I'm just telling you how I feel, right. telling you what I think, and right. giving it to you honestly. And uh, and I talk a lot about race in interviews. You know, when I've done right. a lot of my Vlad TV interviews, the thing I said about the white people in the Jedi mind trick. Right. You know, when you read the comments. White folks, the mayonnaise people don't be happy, man. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that, that, that truth is tough. But what, was it a specific moment where you was like, you know what? I feel like I'm blackballed from, from this moment. Like, uh, Nah, not really a specific moment. It's just a, it's just a vibe that I feel. Mm. You know. Well, actually, here, let me tell you. Uh, Kevin Hart, I think he still has a cartoon coming out uh, where, you know, he... That, that thing in his joke where he goes, all right, all right, all right. right. And in the cartoon, I auditioned for the role of his dad. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, Kevin has his own voice. Obviously, he's going to do it like himself. And I, I put a little flavor into what my interpretation of what his dad would be. Uh-huh. And uh, I had hosted the Avian Porn Awards, I think, was it last year, I think. Wait, so wait, you porn? hosted the yeah. Avian Porn Awards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, is that a porn? A porn 
Award. Okay. Award. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought that was a play on words. The Oscar no, 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 that's Oscar's award. Oh, holy moly, go ahead. So right, we yeah. had a pre-party in L.A. And my How do you get chosen for that, though? They just called They called my agent up and was like, we want him to to, to host the porn awards okay. and shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they be having top shelf musical guests. I mean, my, the one that one I no, did. No, it's you. It's a huge production. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder how you Wayne came up with the one that I did. But um, at, the, at, the, at the pre-porn party, my manager came up to me. He's like, I, I got to tell you, the cartoon you auditioned for, Kevin wanted you. Everybody wanted you. You you was on the wow. you know fourth and goal. And then the president of Fox said, who? Oh, not that guy. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, and, and well, Kevin, as powerful well, as he is, right. he can't override the head of Fox. Wow. So the president was just, no, not that guy. Wow. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And why would you think that would come from? Like, because again, shit that I say. Because mm, you ain't having like a personal relationship where you nah, told him to suck your dick nah, personally, right? Nah, nah. You can't pinpoint <laughs> point what you said that might have. You ain't tell the president of Fox nah, one day. No, 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 you, nigga. No, no, that, that would be Dave Chappelle's when keeping it real goes wrong. Okay, okay, okay. Um, nah, man. I, I just again, when you look, you could go through my whole Vlad TV catalog. And you could have said anything. It could have been, been, yeah, been, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and even on social media, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm trying to get better with it, but. When I read comments about race and white people say certain things that rub me wrong or it's just so fucking outlandish, you know, I, I, I go at them. You know what I'm saying? And even when, when, when black people, anybody race as far as that concerned, says something wild about me, instead of just going, eh, let me ignore it, I turn in the Scarface balcony scene. Right. <laughs> fuck you, you fuck with me, you're fucking with the best. I told you a long time ago. I turn in that nigga. And, and maybe that's a detriment. You know, maybe right. I need to stop doing that. Right. But you've, you've been in big productions from like Mad TV to Jerry Maguire. Um, where was a moment where you thought that, you know what? These people are leaning on me and they don't want to see me succeed. And is, is that when you went stronger towards stand-up? Because they can't control your stand-up. Well, no, I, I mean, but stand-up was the first thing. That's as a, so that's, that was the bread and butter. Yeah. So that, that was always going to come first. Um, and again, that's why I'm saying it's tricky. I, I, maybe I'm, I, I got this boogeyman right. imagination going on. Because again, there's not any one specific thing where there's nothing I can point to and go, for sure I know that's the okay. case. Okay. But my spidey sense is tingling, nigga. Mm. And I just, something just feels, right. you know, because I, for me to have been in this game for as long as I've been, and for me, and I don't want to come off like I'm, you know, on some cocky shit, but for me to bring it the way I've brought it, right. there's no fucking reason mm. why I shouldn't be bigger than what I am. And I know that sounds vain, but I don't mind saying that because I'm with a rapper and y'all the most vain niggas, <laughs> right. vain niggas in the game. I wish comics had a, a license to, thug, to be right. vain and it still be acceptable. Right. Only rappers have a, a green light to right. say, I'm the best. Right. And, and, you know, it flies. That's a part of no one else can do that. Right. No, I mean, um, um, comedy is slowly but surely reminding me more and more of hip-hop every day. Because yeah, there's certain components that, that, <laughs> yes, that I just... It's don't. very hip-hop. Yeah, no, it's yeah. very, very hip-hop. Yeah. Like, before, it, 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 it wasn't. Hold on, hold on now. Hold on, man. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Lee yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, drunk. Yeah. Hold on now. <laughs> now. You start with me, too? What the fuck I do? <laughs> me, too. Sorry, yeah, but so, um... But one thing, uh, I went to a Mike Epps show one night. And he invited me, so we went back there. We bought a couple of bottles, we went backstage. And the one thing that I did notice is that you guys actually stay in you guys' own rooms. I don't. 
Oh, okay. I right, see. I see. And this, this, and this is why I'm telling you. Like, I'm, I'm just cut different. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and what's so funny is the industry. However, they see me. Whatever right. that perception is. Right. Anybody outside of that that's not in the Hollywood world, like right. regular Joe Blows, right. will tell you I'm the coolest, most humble nigga in the world. Right. Like, I'm not going to the comedy club and hiding out in the green room till it's showtime. You're right. going to see me amongst the people. Right. Part of the reason that is, is it's strategic. Mm. I'm, I'm casing the joint. I'm looking mm. at the crowd going, the motherfucker in the third row need to be fucked with because of that outfit. This motherfucker right here is drunk. This is a potential problem. I got to have five jokes He's lined up to kill this yeah. motherfucker because yeah. he feeling brave. I so I'm, I'm, I'm watching. And can, plus can you I'm, do that with everybody right here? <laughs> oh, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, it's getting there. It's getting there. So plus, plus I want to send out the signal to the crowd that he's not like everybody else because right. they know most people stay in the green room and keep the fans at bay and it gives off a vibe of not that I'm better than you but you know what I'm saying so I want them to feel they're like oh never there uh-huh. they cool as shit so then mm-hmm. on top of that if the jokes can match that right. now they, they they love you you got them eating out the palm of the, uh, your hand because they're going not only is the motherfucker super cool but he's funny as a motherfucker so the more reason I can get them to invest in me it's a win now that's one thing man uh, I kid you not I was going through as much as his discography as much as I can and um, the movies you, you're, you're hilarious but I can tell one million percent no they cannot fuck with you on that stage like there's not a lot of people like the way your timing, the way you just sit around like you can tell you're comfortable in that. You're like on the stage like how I'm comfortable on the toilet. Right. Like, I'm just I'm just ill on the yeah, toilet. Like yeah. I'm like I'm a one on, yeah. on the toilet bowl. Like I'm a good shit. You know what I'm saying? Like and you're like you're like you like you get on and you're like you're really. Yeah, is, is is that what you is is that something that's that inspires you a crowd to play off of the crowd? Yeah, I mean, listen, one, 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 once upon a time ago, my crowd work was none, only to say I didn't do it. Okay. I stuck to the script. You know, every, con- every joke. comic's That's jokes cool. is like the, the playbook. I wouldn't mm-hmm. go outside to play. I'm not calling an audible. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you really want to be great, you should be able to do a little bit of it all. Right. Improv, yeah. political humor, race humor. If you're getting more impressions, it's a specific thing. But right. you, should, you should be able to have every facet of your game tight. Right. And, and big shout out to Joe Torrey. And DL mm. Hewley, because they were two of the masters mm. of crowd work. Joe wow. eat your ass a lot. Joe, I even heard recently where Joe did some shit that even made me go, I don't know if I'll do that. Right. He was on stage and somebody was fucking up and he told he made a joke about their mother. And then the person said, got mad, said, hey man, don't talk about my mother, my mother's dead. He said, well then I'll dig the bitch up and find something to joke about. <laughs> <laughs> Just he, went a little, he went a little too far. I mean, like I said, you don't know where the line is till you, you cross you, it. You cross it, that's true. Um, but yeah. and listen, I've had motherfuckers want to fight me. You ain't right. a good comic unless motherfucker want to throw hands with you. Right. I've had right. people wait, wait for me after. One nigga in Orlando had on a sleeveless <laughs> denim vest. Right. And I was like, nigga, when the last time you seen a nigga rock denim, much less sleeveless? Right. So I just kept making jokes about his sleeveless vest. And finally he got mad towards the end of the show and got up and said, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. I'll be, I'll be back. I said, what you going to do? Come back and beat me with the sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, when I got off that 
backstage. The only thing stopped him from getting to me was the security, because he was talking to security. And once he seen me come out to come sell my merch, he rushed, right. and security grabbed him up. But yeah, man, yeah, when you touch nerves, nigga. That's well, let me just tell you, we don't know if you know what our show is about. Our show is about giving people their flowers when they can smell them. So many people want to say how great you are when you pass away, or, or you get sick, or you something. We don't want to do that. We want to tell you that in your face. Right. Face to face and tell you, yo, you're hilarious. You do what you bring to this world. We appreciate it, and we want to say that we salute oh, you. Shit. My Why man. you here, brother? My man, appreciate salute. it, man. And this is called Maya Maya Baya Baka Bing Bong. Okay, let's uh, go. Salute. Oh shit. Ah, I don't like it. I don't miss that shit at all. That shit like tastes it. like Jaeger. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Jesus said Jaeger. That's uh, yeah, that's not like a compliment. Yeah, like, that's not a compliment. Ancient Chinese secret. That's like a compliment. Oh my god! Oh. So we, we we do this with all guests because you know why? Oh you, you, fuck! You, you, you know what the crazy oh. thing is? Uh, Cardinal official. Shout out to Cardinal man. Cardinal official. The other day posted. That's super dope what he posted, man. He posted uh, a picture of the Rolling Stones. Yep. And I think the guy that was oh, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Jagger yeah. Uh, was he was he part of the Rolling Stones yeah, or yeah, I'm yeah, loose? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he posted a picture of Mick Jagger and said, look, he's on the road with the Rolling Stones. I think Mick Jagger's like 70 years old. Mad old. So he said that the, the older Mick Jagger got, the more revered he became in his community. And the, and the, the show older, was crazy. He said the show was packed. show was packed. People going crazy. The older we get, the more that they say we washed up. Or they say, you know, and that's fucked up in our community. So we started this show to say, you know what? We don't want to interview the new guys. We don't. Well, who's the one saying we watched? We watched up. Who's saying that? It's, it's, it's the community. It's our. It's our. It's our community. It's the. So you just you mean regular Joes within the community? <laughs> this mainstream bullshit. It's, it's just. Audience. It's just. It's just. It's just. When you were in this business for more than twelve years, people just feel like they're used to you. So you're just supposed to be. They don't feel like you're a gift no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, I'm including right. ourselves. I'm including, you know, they just, at first when you know, you know, you know, your first couple of years you come out, you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a gift. And then after a while they see you, it happens with artists, it happens with comedians, it happens with boxers. And we wanted to change that narrative. So I want right. to pick up to Cardinal Official for pointing that out, pointing that out what we were doing. Yeah. And saying, like, this is the reason why I love Drink Champs, because Drink Champs is giving people their flowers now. And I think that that's what we should do. I think it takes nothing away from me for, to, to tell you how dope I think you are. Absolutely. How funny I think you are. How ill I think you are. I don't think it takes nothing away from me. In fact, I think it adds on to me as a man. I think you should clap for that, goddamn. <laughs> To me as a man because I'm not I'm not insecure in letting the next person know that you're great and guess what I'm inspired by your greatness like you know what Absolutely. I'm saying That's like to tell you the truth be. like I always knew you was funny but today like I I got to I got to analyze because when I'm about to interview somebody I want to I want to know everything so I'm watching and I'm like this month, like you made tears come out my eyes you know what fucks me up man and 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 I've been doing this thirty years and I and I guess my boy always tell me how I should be used to it and not see myself the way I see it but I remember when I first met you wait, meaning first, wait, 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 used, used to it say, say, say that part again like, I, I just like how most people see me <clears throat> from a revered standpoint uh-huh. it's hard for me to see myself as that you know what I'm saying because I still look at myself as like let me put it like this okay. like when I first met you mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember where we first met no, no, okay Miami no. airport okay and and uh you knew me, you saw me, you gave me love. He was like, oh shit, my nigga, you need to do my podcast. And I'm 
trying to keep my poker face, mm-hmm. but I'm going fucking Nori. Mm-hmm. I grew up with this nigga, so, so, so I'm doing so, the same thing. Nigga. So, but here, my point is, my point is, when I run into celebrities that know me, oh no, I'm good, big man. When I run into celebrities that know me, I know I know them. Right. I grew up on them. Mm. I'm expected to know them. Uh-huh. I don't expect motherfuckers to know me. Right. And I'm finding out as I meet these motherfuckers, they not only know me, but it's almost like they not just going, hey, hey, how you doing? They're going, right. nigga, you. Right. And no. it fucks me up because I'm just like, yo, this is surreal. So, you, you, you know. You, you know why? Because certain people are, are good at certain things. Like, you're an actual talent. What I mean by that is you're talented. Like, you know how to act, but you know how to be a comedian. And that's, that's like, like one of my friends, um, his name is Jack Thriller, right? We had Jack Thriller on the podcast. He was hilarious, man. He was hilarious, but what happened was, um, I, I, him and 2 Chainz had, had a little problem, right? I didn't think the problem was, was, was anything, so <coughs> I tried to FaceTime 2 Chainz. What I didn't know was, I did not press FaceTime, I pressed regular call. Mm. So I'm like, the 2 Chainz, I'm like, yo, um... Yo, Jack Thriller said you a bitch ass nigga. So I'm thinking he's, he's so I'm going like this. Jack Thriller's right there. So two chains, this is terrible, two chains. Listen, I had no, I'm drunk at the time. You know, we're not fake drinking it's here. Terrible, we're not fake. Right, 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 some more drink. So we're not, we're not fake drinking here. So what happens is two chains hears Jack Thriller and he just loses his mind. He goes, tell him I had never, I never heard nobody say this. He said, tell him his mama pussy. Like I never heard a nigga tell that. Uh, <laughs> it was call, terrible, man. <laughs> he called his mama pussy. So anyway. Um, Jack, Jack reacted back. And recipes of combat, Jack. That recipes was also of combat, show, Jack. Yeah. Well, Jack reacted back, and Jack got gangster back with two chains. But he was being playful. No, no? Not, not at first. At first, no? when, 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 when two chains said your mama pussy, Jack um, well, actually took it serious okay. as he should, because nobody mama should be pussy. But <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But I remember Jack coming to me and saying to me, "Yo, Nori." Um, Why'd you do that? Why'd you set me up? And I said, one, I didn't set you up. I thought I was, you know, I was a little inebriated. I thought I was on FaceTime. A little inebriated drink but, champs. But, wait, wait, two, wait, wait, but two, I did not enjoy him jumping out of his comedian. Who, like, Jack? I, feel, I feel like, yes, I feel like a comedian should be But when he walked out, was he acting or not? No, I never, I never he, knew. Was, he was serious. I thought he was acting. He was serious. He, he was took it personal. He thought I set him up. And I still to this day thought he was acting. No, no, he fell out. So that's so so that's so I I bring that up to say. Now I, I told this to Jack, so I don't want it to seem like I'm talking because you know Jack is my friend. No, he's a great dude. All right, and I spoke to him the other day, so I told him the difference between him and when we interviewed Marlon Wayans was we interviewed Marlon Wayans, and in the middle of our interview, the AC just break right. Mm. <laughs> So I just break, and we have more niggas there, right? So you know how nigga heat. You heard of nigga right. heat? You know nigga heat. I'm feeling it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had nigga heat. So now Marlon is sweating like a motherfucker, but we we gotta play our cool. We gotta act like we've been doing this, right? So Marlon at no point broke his comedianism. Like he he stayed. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. I, like he stayed in character. In character, like at all. And to me. That's what a real comedian is. You know what I'm saying? Am I bugging? Because I'm not. I'm not 24 hours a rapper. I'm telling you the truth. I become. I, 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 I think. <clears throat> listen, I, I don't. Again, and this is where 
I, I, I need to tread lightly. Okay. Because based on certain things I would naturally say, okay. it will be perceived Let's all kinds of ways. Um, you know, some dudes are characters because that's their shtick. Uh, it's their shtick. Okay. I think the, I think some of the greatest comedians don't do shtick. Mm. They're funny naturally. Like no shtick is when, a gimmick. A gimmick. Okay. And when you're funny naturally, mm. you don't have to turn it. You don't have to mm. do a shtick. It, it it comes when you want it to come. You don't have to it turn comes it on. when it needs to come. Mm. You know. I think if I had to sit here and do be Aries the funny guy the entire way, well then how do we know who you are? Mm. Like you're not showing us who you are. You're showing us your, your stand up. Mm. You know, why does it, you know, let me see if you have insight, nigga. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's, nah, that's real deep. I ain't gonna front. These, these shots is like, I, I'm, I'm not, listen, like, I'm not gonna say no name. Okay. But, you know, some comics' talent doesn't match their arrogance. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 there's some comics. Who will come in the club uh, with dark shades on? They mm. give specific orders to the wait staff. Don't look them in the eye. Mm. Don't talk to them. Mm. And they have a swagger like they shit don't stink. And it's like, nigga, if you're going to do that, you gotta be Dave Chappelle. They come in looking like Early Murphy, but they sound like Paulie Shaw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's like, nigga, your talent doesn't match what your arrogance. It's Paulie Shaw, man. Let Paulie Shaw live. Uh, he can never been funny to me. I'm just. But his mom's at the comedy club. His mom's at the comedy club. Paulie Shaw, the white guy, right? Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Be His mom's at the comedy club. Listen, for the record, I don't think any. I don't think any comic should walk around with that much bravado. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to, mm-hmm. you gotta be a bad motherfucker. Rest in peace, Patrice O'Neal. Yo, uh, look, look, he's in my notes. Hold on, hold on, look. Uh, so you know, he's in my notes. I want to show you because I, <coughs> I don't want niggas to think he goes right in my interview right now. Uh, this, nigga, this nigga keeps saying my next question. Everything he keeps saying. Now, before sorry, you get to your next question, before you get to your next question, let me just go back for a second. Okay. Like when I told you how you and I met, and this is why I say this shit is so surreal to me. Let me tell you my Nas story. And mm. I think Nas is one of the greatest rappers of all time. You know, and it's when I get into these debates with these young kids about rap who can't rap to begin with, I say, <laughs> this nigga made a song called Rewind. He rapped mm. backwards. Nigga, I'll smoke an L. You know how hard it is for me to write forward? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga wrote backwards, and it was a beast. So I'm in the Laugh Factory one night, and I'm on the balcony level. It's two levels. And I see Khalees, and this is when him and Khalees was married. Uh-huh. I didn't know he was there, but I seen Khalees. Uh-huh. And I go, Khalees, I just want to tell you, can you please tell your husband, I think this nigga is one of the, she stopped me. She goes, he's downstairs in the booth. He loves you. Right. So I go down there, and I think I called my man over here, Ivan, my boy who's here with me now when it happened. Pick up Ivan. I, 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 he was sitting in the booth like this with a, with a henny on the table. He was chilling like this. So I walk up to him, I extend my hand, I go, yo, Nas, I just got to tell He goes, yo, I love you, God. <laughs> yo, you that nigga, God. He goes, yo, we, I watch you all the time. You that nigga, God. Uh, uh. I said, thank you, Nas. Uh. Nigga, I went outside and boy, was straight bitch. <laughs> I called my nigga like, yo! <laughs> Nas knows who this fuck I am. I'm like, oh. So that was a that was a moment for me, That's man. Dope. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. But man. the Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, no, hold, cl- hold on, hold on. I'm gonna clank glasses with you, but I'm gonna drink later. Okay. That doesn't work that way. That doesn't work that way. Turn into a white fraternity. 
Go, 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 go. Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. One of the most genius comedians out there. Yeah. Again, my man when he was alive, I had just started to lose weight. And I went on an interview with Shane O'Neill. <clears throat> It's before Angela Lee, Angela Yee, excuse me, was even at Power 105. Right. And I did an interview with Patrice O'Neill. He had seen me like six months prior to that. He seen me like a big boy. Yeah. He was like, yo, so how do you do? So I gave him my number. And again, he's another comedian. He would just talk to me and he would just rank on me. Like he would just, like the nigga never stopped being a comedian. He'd be like, yo, my nigga, listen, so you telling me. <laughs> when you go home, you ain't eating no totones. I'm like, how the fuck you know what totones is, Patrice? Right. He like, nigga, I know famous <laughs> people. Like, I'm just saying, that was a funny dude. Let me bro. tell you something, man. I always said there's only three comics I would be nervous to follow. I'll follow anybody, mm. but the three niggas who always would give me if I had to follow them, mm. I'm, I'm this: uh-huh. Patrice, Dave, and uh, Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson is ill, man. Now, you want to talk about talent. When we did the Shaq Soft Star Comedy Jam, Uh and Cedric kind of gave him a little bit of shit because he was like, you know, for for the Spanish bros that understood your Spanish bit, that was nice. For the Spanish bros, meaning a lot of black people didn't get it. When Tommy does the bit where he imitates uh, Telemundo Uh and Spanish and he speaks Spanish and sings, that creatively is one of the greatest bits yeah. because to pull that off, that's talent. Wow. You gotta be able to speak fluently in a different language and make it funny. Wow. And if you go back when Tommy, I forget what special he did, but he did a thing about square dancing. And he right. did the, the banjo and that nigga's energy level. He's wow. a stick of dynamite. Nice. And for him to be that energetic and come up with them kind of bits, Tommy's a bad motherfucker, So dude. you said Tommy, Dave, and who else? Dave Chappelle and Patrice. Oh, Patrice, yeah. Yeah. Yo, Patrice, he, he was he was so, so special, bro. Patrice would say things, and you would go, how would a, how would, how would someone even think of that? Right. Like, he was on the Opie and Anthony show one time, and a black stripper was going at it with him. And you know how, you know, girls, before they get all these implants, her titties were really flat, saggy, and long, but just flat. And he told this bitch, your titties look like Bible slingshots. Man, the fucking, you know what that is? The, 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 the stick with the rubber band and the one, her titties was hanging like the rubber band, nigga, off the old Bible slingshot. This nigga, he would come up with shit that was just incredible. Incredible. And his, his was his honesty. He, they were talking about the Tiger Woods thing when Tiger got in trouble. And they had a psychiatrist on the phone, like a real doctor. And at one point, he kept going, uh, Miss, Miss. And she stopped him. She goes, Patrice, please don't call me miss. Call me ma'am or doctor. And there was a nice two-second pregnant pause. And Patrice went, whatever, bitch. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) And he just, like, that kind of, yeah, that's a hat tip, man. As a comedian, right, um, you see see information in this world. Some that's probably not funny. Right. How do you guys like sit there? Like, like I see comedians make jokes about the World Trade Center and make it make fun. Yeah. Um, like, how do you how, how how do you go about a tragic situation and turning it and flipping it to something funny? How, how, timing. 
Yeah, I already know it's the right timing. There's such a thing as too soon. Too soon. Right. I was about to say but, that. But, yeah. But, but yeah, timing. After a certain <laughs> amount of time goes by, anything can be but made. But sometimes fun it of. might be too soon. But no, here's the funny thing. Going back right. to my Dr. King yeah. joke, when I do the joke and I say the punchline about uh, Dr. King getting shot on the balcony, the audience goes, oh, and I go, Fuck y'all, too soon? <laughs> this is back in 1968. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you gotta address the elephant in the room, too. Like, how the fuck is that too soon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, this is hilarious. Let, let's, let's bring in your homie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right me, me too, me too. Yeah. And I'm gonna set him up, right? Yep. Yeah, so we can step right. outside, right? You, you step oh, up. God, I'm gonna take a picture real quick. Yo, so we, 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 we the fuck back then. We yeah. back. Okay, my man. I'm so sorry. Um, you introduce your, your name. I'm Andy Steinberg, man. I'm just I'm my Aries opener. I've been traveling with him for about two years. Wow. And uh, we do a podcast together. What's the wow. name of the podcast? Spears, Spears and Steinberg, <laughs> aka the Jew and the Jerk. The Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Stein. Spears and Steinberg. Steinberg. Okay, definitely. Definitely selling what, the what, what, what y'all saying on the podcast? What's going on in the podcast? Uh, Everything. Raw, uncut yo yo. <laughs> y'all, y'all doing the yayo? Blue magic. Blue magic. Hard in the paint. Hard in the paint. How's he gonna lose He's gonna go to your pocket. We don't film that shit, so no one knows what's going on. So that's, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No film? Do no film. Just skiing. We would like to help y'all out that. We gotta figure that out. We gotta figure that out. So, okay, that's dope, man. So, um,. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're gonna get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. <laughs> but it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, now I'll be in that. But explain your relationship with comedy. My relationship with comedy? Yeah. I failed at everything else, and comedy's the only thing that's ever made me happy. Get out of here. Yeah, no, seriously, and it's the only thing that, uh, like, everything that I thought I could say. And honestly, I, I just never, this is my first time that I ever had felt like I was actually accomplishing something in my life. And I didn't start doing this until I was 42. Wow. Yeah, I went you home. You doing comedy until you were 42? Yeah, I went home and told my kids. How old are you 41, now? by the way? Well, I'm 53. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So I went home and told my kids at 42, I think I'm going to take this shit for real. I'm going to really go out and stand up. Yeah. And my kids just said, Dad, like, we like food and shit. And I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> what, what did you do before? Uh, I did everything before. Uh, honestly, I used to, honestly, back in uh, in the late 80s, I mean, I sold weed. I sold weed for, uh, I, used to take, I used to take weed from Phoenix. From, from the 80s to the 2000s. <laughs> Sometimes I might spend a little time in jail because I was selling some weed. So. 
So uh, that that took some time, and then but, I got married. Nigga, whoa, 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 run it back. <laughs> nigga glossed over the weed and went to marriage. <laughs> nigga, boy, you the party, nigga, Well, you sold coke, nigga. Uh, that, you sold coke for like a minute. Uh, <laughs> it was like a minute ago, but I, did, I always sold coke because I wanted coke. Uh, oh, so you, you you fuck with your own product? Yeah. You got to your own product. Yeah, you didn't listen to Biggie at all. No, and uh, that was before Biggie, so uh, maybe if he would have been around a little earlier, he could have told me something. White guy, white guy, snort, white guy snorting his own coke, nigga. That's white privilege. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Everybody, everybody knows anything about coke knows how this works. When you don't have a lot of money, and I didn't, what you do is you just take uh, an eight ball and you take out a half a gram for yourself. You crush an aspirin, you put that in there. You sell the other three grams of coke, and you keep a half a gram for yourself. Meanwhile, the, the, the nigga don't know nothing about that guy. So y'all see America, don't be putting that shit on us. Right. <laughs> he just broke down an eight ball and some coke. Came from. Aspirin came because I didn't know what you were supposed to do. That's you when I started. You mix the aspirin with the coke. You mix the aspirin with the coke. That, that way, was your vitamin B. That way, if someone gets a headache, I've already fucking taken care of their problems. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I use words like expeditiously. <laughs> And you get high and not have a headache at the same, same time. Same time. But yeah. no, I only did that. I did that seriously. A couple times. Uh, no, I did it a few times. No, longer than that. I did, <laughs> I did that, though, just to just to really just to have my own coke. But when I met the coke dudes, they actually got me into the weed. And I was from Arizona, and I was... Now everybody's going to know this. I went to the U, I went to the U of A, and I went to uh, Pima Community College. Hit it once. You're going to hear me cough. Obviously. Go That's his little bomb schizzle, too. Okay, so uh, I was going. I was there, and I met a bunch of kids to go to college, and they want weed taken back to like you know New but York. But you were a kid at the same time. Just I was in New York. Yeah, yeah. No, no, kids no, right no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was, I was uh, eighteen, nineteen years old. Mm. So uh, I met people that wanted weed to go back there. So and I knew all these guys from the coke. But now everybody wanted to get out of coke because it was dangerous and weed was easy at the time. So we just took weed. Uh, we bought like we'd buy a trash compactor, and then you'd fill it with weed. And you'd make 25 to 40 pound blocks And then you'd throw them in your suitcase Which you can't do anymore And I'm not saying this to advocate If you do want to send some weed back home I'm letting you know that if you go to the airport right now With weed in your suitcase You ain't going to leave the airport right. Well you will But it will be within cuffs And you'll be going somewhere else Not where your destination is So don't try it In the good old days You could just throw that shit in your suitcase Was and you this take TWA? Back. I feel like I, It was all the all the like airlines It's all the WA's like It's TWA This nigga's but, white boy Rick right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie, by the yeah. way. So, but no, that's what that's what I and I and I did that. I did. I got in a little trouble for it. Uh, I went to jail for a little while, and then it's uh, a little while. Just no, it was, really, it was quick. It was six months. Uh, oh, that's definitely quick. Enough. It was quick because it was three hundred pounds. So oh. that's what the quick. Fuck, three hundred pounds, six that months. Definitely white privilege as well. Let's make some <laughs> Deny white privilege and I will accept it graciously yes, at yes. all times. There's no I would be a friend, so when I get pulled over, I'm just jump out the seat and put you in there. Say, oh, this, this, this thing was driving. <laughs> now, it's very, very simple. White privilege comes uh, quickly, especially if you look like this. Now, I'm Mexican and Jewish, mm. and I look Jewish. So uh, <laughs> let's, do, let's do whatever it comes right. with. What that comes with, I'm taking all of it. So let's let's have it. You know, this this is black privilege sometimes. 
Absolutely. There is some black women. I mean, we don't have the privileges like y'all have. Like, y'all got, nigga, I'm going to get you in college. But our our stereotype is our privilege. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes being an angry nigga can work for you. Mm. Sometimes being an angry nigga can work for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Give an example. Give an example. Shut the fuck up, white man. (laughs) (laughs) You got it? (laughs) No, but this is is the truth. And we talk about this on the podcast. Everybody has privilege. Okay. Because it all rolls downhill. And everybody's at some point in the hill. So privilege, you need to recognize your own privilege at all times. White people don't recognize they have their own privilege. The only reason they don't know it is because they just do what is white yeah, in America. You go it. walk outside, it's easy to be white in America. You're not going to notice anything. This is just how it works. You know, you know the crazy shit? I used to hate being famous until I couldn't get a um, uh, table in crustaceans. Then I was like, uh, I'm Noriega. <laughs> like, like when you can't, like when I, if I like, because I, I like to be as normal as possible. Like I don't want to go to a place and announce I'm coming. But then after a while, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's nice <laughs> to play that card. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you say something. I heard you say something. You said um, that you thought it was a downfall that you don't smile enough. Yeah, like when, like and. Not meaning now, like when you get in front of a certain type of crowds. Well, no, it's uh, it's like when I'm not on stage. Like right. that's why going back to what you said earlier about being in comic mode. Right. Most people's perception of comedians is that right. we're always jokey. Right. When I'm not on stage, man, I wear an ice cube scout. Right. You know what right. I mean? And people that don't know me, I don't look approachable. Right. I don't look like. You know, I don't come off like Wayne Brady. You still got the New York Warrior look on. Look, yeah. the, the, the Yankee hat and Tim's. Listen, when I did. Listen, when I, I'm going to be honest. Yankee hat and Tim's spells criminal all around. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm black, so I can say it. Listen, listen. When, <laughs> I, when I did the Breakfast Club, I rolled up there with the hat. And you had a hoodie. And, and a hoodie. And a black hoodie. Yeah, yeah, so, you was definitely stereotyped. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I don't I don't walk around cheesing, nigga. No. I'm very, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So people see that, they go, angry black man. You know what I mean? It's just I don't walk around cheesing like that, man. Right. You right. know, uh-huh. I get in the moment when it's time to get in the moment. Okay, man, oh, here, before bro. I, Sorry. I'm gonna switch it, switch it crazy. Before I switch it crazy, I would like to ask both <coughs> people's opinion on Key and Pill, right? Uh oh, Key and Pill, Key and Pill. Uh oh, because I know you guys are on Mad TV together. Yeah, I know that they took a, a different turn. You took a different turn, and I really didn't relate to Key and Pill at all. Now, let me stop you right there. Okay. This is one of the things that got me in trouble. They're sure what I'm saying. This is one of the things that got me okay. in trouble. <clears throat> I was on Vlad TV, and mm-hmm. I talked about how, you know, just like black people, we come in different forms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? DMX is DMX all the time. Yep. DMX. And, 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 you use that example in Will Smith. Right, and Will yep. Smith. Yep. Will Smith has that magical ability uh-huh. where he can be around a bunch of white people yeah. and come off genuine. Not like he's trying to be white. Not like he's shuffling in Uncle Tom. He's himself. himself, He'll still smash him trying to kiss him on a red carpet. Right, but he could also go down to any hood and still be Will, and he's respected. Open up the Johnny Some niggas can't do that. It's authenticity. That's what that is. It's authenticity. DMX might not, he might might do it, but he might be around a kind of upper echelon of white folks. And X being X, they may, who? He's too abrasive for them. So I almost say it's like an X-Men gene. To be black and be able to do both sides without switching it up for any one of them, that's a special talent. Um, And, and, you know, Key and Peele, I said, are they black? Yes. Technically, yes. But based on certain behavior, based on certain actions, just the swagger, the way you walk, the way you talk, certain moves you make. 
they were black, but they weren't black. Right. If you get, and I know you know what I mean. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. But I said that. I even heard Dave say, he said he had to watch him kind of like like do his show for two years. Yes. Because yes. Yeah, what was I saying? <clears throat> Dave Chappelle said, um, like, after he, like, like quit... And when he said that he basically oh, because they were, they took his slot. They they took they took like like the sketch type of comedy thing. Maybe they didn't take everything from him. <coughs> but that was his 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 least. But wasn't even his slot at the same or no? I don't remember. I, I don't know about the okay, slot. Yeah. But but what I said was perceived a certain way. And what did you say for the record? I, I just again I just I basically said that look, Key and Peel, and I never said they weren't funny. Right. Very funny. I just right. said. You know, do they come off? I, in other words, when I would watch them on their show, and they would imitate black guys, mm. it came off like Amos and Andy. It felt like black guys doing blackface, mm. like like brother, you know, brother man, yeah, brother. They would say, they were performing in a way when I go, niggas don't act like that. Real, real niggas don't talk like that. It felt like white guys trying to be black guys, even though they were black guys being black guys. Right. Some of some the authenticity wasn't there. Right. So I said that cut to um, Jordan does uh, Get Out, three hundred million dollar movie. I fucked with Get Out though. Won an Oscar. I, yeah, great movie. Yeah. But I, this was all before he blew up. Let me tell you some funny shit. The crazy shit is I fuck with them when they're separate. When they got together as a sketch comedy, I didn't like the sketch comedy. But like I like him and and that's okay. Comedy subjective. Yeah, but. Cut to he's he's fucking huge now, and I kept saying to myself, I wonder if he saw that interview, right. and I don't know whether he did or didn't. Maybe some other dudes got in his ear, right. but this is when he was uh, casting to the last OG, and I auditioned for the role that Cedric got. Wait, the last OG is with Tracy Hill? Morgan. That yeah. show yeah. with Tracy Morgan. That's, that's, that's his. He produced it. Which, which one? And directed which one? it. The nigga from Get Out. From Get Out. Okay, that's and appeal. I, and I, yeah, okay. no, that's appeal. Yeah. That's so appeal? I read the breakdown and I go, produced by Jordan Peele. I said, oh shit. So I went to the audition that day and I walked in the room. Now he could have played it where it was like, yeah, nigga, I know what you said and made me feel it. But he didn't. He was like, Aries, what's up? We shook the hands, we did the thing. And I'm, as I'm auditioning, I didn't get it from him. But the white guys who were working with him, I said, I know they got in his ear and said, yo, you need to see what this nigga said about you. Because the vibe in the room was just, you could feel it. So I, you know, that's one of those moments where I said what I said, and even when I did, co- did my interview on Comedy Hype, I said I still stand by what I said, but maybe I just shouldn't have said it. Right. I'm not gonna change my opinion, right. but maybe I should have just not have said it. Period. Right. Because that's one of those moments where you know, yeah, motherfucker, payback. But you just said it again. Well, no, I'm, I, I took the same stance. Yeah, I'm I not changing it. what I said. Right. But it is. But now it's out there. So right. then you should have said it. Huh? Well, you say you should just it should have been said. Well, yeah, but those are the repercussions, right? Like, 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 like again, again, I think those guys are funny in their own way. I right. think at first, <clears throat> the way comedy, I think, sorry to put it like this, but I think Comedy Central sold us as fans. Now you could look at it as something totally different, but for me, Comedy Central sold. This is the new Chappelle. Yeah, they might have. This is how this how it's presented to me as a fan. Right, a replacement. Uh, this is this is the new Chappelle. But show, even so. before that, there was Carlos Mencia, yeah, and that one drew its troubles. Right, but yeah. but I think they were always trying to find the new Chappelle show. Right, right. Because right. when you create that kind of noise, the revenue, they want that. Right. They now, want speaking that. of Chappelle, what did you think when when you found out he went to Africa? 
I didn't really have an opinion on it, you know. And then later when he did interviews where he talked about, particularly on the inside, the actor's studio, when he talked about Hollywood and the business and what's insane. Is that the Oprah one? Uh, no, no, that's the one with the, yeah, with the guy's the name who does it, the yeah, white yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that shit is off the chain. Yeah. Um, but Dave is so insightful that, that, you know, he said things in interviews that, that kind of made you go, he wasn't crazy. I noticed the spin they wanted to put on it, right. but he wasn't crazy. You know, he, he had to get away from it. He talked about the incident where Martin Lawrence was, you know, I guess running down the street and, right. and clothes and bugging in the street. And he goes, you know, what kind of industry do we live in that's so sick that would make a person do that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, we don't know the facts, facts. Was Martin on some? Who knows? Only Martin knows that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm telling you this. Well, based definitely on PCP then. Well, based on what I know about this industry yeah. and what I've been through, I don't know too many people that make it in this industry sober. Wow. Because this really? business will steal your spirit. Nah, that's real. You're steal all, your you're fucking all spirit. Champs. God damn it. Well, yeah. We are sober. <laughs> it's real shit because I, 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 like, you know, knowing that you was coming today. Did you hit it again? Yeah, this interview is going to be very different in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that you was coming today, I had seen all your interviews prior. And obviously, you read the comments. There's so many people, like, when we have an opinion of somebody else and people think that you're doing better, they automatically call you a hater, right? Yeah. So I went and I reassessed everything, and I saw every point that you were trying to make back then today. Like, yeah. I just saw it. I was just like, I like, because I was supposed to only watch like three or four, and I just walked around my house the whole day. Right. And I watched about like 12, 12 different just, just things. You doing impressions of DMX, you doing, uh, uh, you, you being asked this question, you being uh, on Vlad, uh, being asked this question about this, and, 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 and so on and so forth. But me going through all of that, yeah. it took me 12. <clears throat> 12 different things right. for me to understand your point yeah. is because so many people like you know it, I, I guess it's that light I think you, you spoke about it um, and, and, and 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 they say that it's one person chosen in Hollywood a year right mm -hmm. black people maybe right and it's 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 so much the same in the music business. Like meaning, like we have a run, yeah. right? Like you have a crazy run. Like you have a run, but then at some point, it just slows down. It doesn't stop. It slows down, and you have to do something else. Have you have you have you guys reached that point? I mean, I, I, I'm, I guess I'm lucky enough to where <clears throat> one, I'm not out there overexposed. Mm. So you know, and this this is another thing I love about Dave. You don't see Dave in a, in a, a shitload of interviews. Right. He ain't got, no, got no media. And, I, and, I, and let me just say again, please, this, I don't want this to be perceived wrong. Mm. Different strokes, different folks. If it works for you, great. Mm. <clears throat> you see Kevin Hart everywhere, mm. and that's fine. That's you know, he's on he's the movie man, whatever. <clears throat> but I think when you leave mystery. It makes people wonder, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And it adds to your mystique. Mm -hmm. As much as I love Michael Jordan, I'm a Michael Jordan fanatic, 
I love the fact that I don't see him like I see Barkley every Thursday during NBA season. It, it, I, I because it adds to the mystique like of you Michael see, Jordan. You don't see Nas and you don't see fucking Rakim every Thursday. Right, right. Like, you don't see that. Like those or it's a different business model. That's what I'm saying. It could right. be it could just be that. Right, right, right. So, you know, for me, I'm just like... Why you looked at me crazy? No, because I'm trying to understand what you're saying. What do you mean a different business model? I mean, because maybe someone says, I need to get myself overexposed and make this kind of bread in this kind of way. And then other people say, well, I'll reserve myself to this kind of bag. Understand? And one's understand. not better than another, no, I'm saying. No, it's, I'm they're just, both getting maybe the same amount of money. I'm just yeah. saying for me, you know what I'm saying? I think when people, especially when people love you and they want to see you and you're not always available, right. you, you keep that desire, that burning desire for them to keep looking for you. Um, so I'm not looking to oversaturate myself for one. Um, and you know, again, it's like they say, game recognize game. If people see an interview, if they see my work and they go, this nigga's so authentic or he's so talented, for somebody who doesn't have a movie career, if for somebody who ain't been on TV consistently since Mad and it's been a minute, the fact that I'm still able to go out on the road and put asses in the seats is a testament to something that people know. Yo, with this nigga, I'm gonna get this. Right. And I fucks with him. Consistency. So, so well. do you think? Do you think? And this is a crazy question. Do you think you suffer from your own success? Like meaning, like Fat Joe goes all out every year, right? Mm-hmm. To make a crazy record. I see him every year. Mm-hmm. And then he makes a record, and it works. And then the people say, "Well, it's supposed to work." So. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys just people the fuck I just said. Like this motherfucker works all year to make a crazy hit and it comes a hit. Right. And people accept it. They say, okay, this is a new lean back. This right. is a new all the way up. This is a new such and such. But then at the same token they say, so what? He was supposed to make it. Because he's subjected to make the best product, and you're you're you're. Well, I don't want to say supposed to, but it but it's not a surprise. But he doesn't he, get the props that he deserves because they almost say he's supposed to make a home run. Is that well, technically he is because he's talented, right. and he's got the goods. But if he don't apply the work ethic, and he's lazy with it, and he just acts like it's supposed to be bestowed upon him, and no, then that's but, different. But what I'm saying is, like, there's not a lot of. Losses on your behalf Like this You know This you rocking well, well, places well, Right So Now you, you Is this, is, it, is that Is that what people Just expect of you Like this Oh Aries He rocked the motherfucking place But he's supposed to I mean they, they They might expect it But at the same time Again I'm not I'm not everywhere To where You can judge me So mm. much mm. You know what I'm saying Like look man There's no reason Why I should if, it's like they give everybody under the sun that's a comic mm. a show on Comedy Central. Mm. There's no reason why I shouldn't have a show. Mm. There's no reason why I shouldn't have a special. Netflix turned me down. Mm. You know, people keep Damn. saying to me, yo, you should have Netflix with but they keep turning, they, Netflix turned me down. And when I got in that before situation- Monique? Before Monique? Well, I don't know what the timing of when it was, uh. but even with, uh, when I had that incident with Corey Holcomb at the 5150, my um, manager not, not the fight The fight Okay Yeah, That my, was the podcast The interview joint Yeah the interview okay. joint Okay my, my manager went To try to get me A Netflix special And he said A couple of the executives Said they saw The Corey Holcomb thing And went They laughed They went He deserved it Good And not only did they Not give me the special They felt I deserved that Oh Let shit. me ask you something Because 
Um, I saw it years ago. I did, uh, didn't understand it, but when I had to, obviously when I Googled you today, it popped up. But I actually didn't understand what actually transpired. Like, because Corey, I, as I'm looking at your interviews prior to that, I'm seeing the respect you have for Corey. I'm seeing the love. I was in my top five. Yeah, I'm seeing the yeah. love. And, I, and let me say for the record, uh-huh. I still think he's a great comedian. Right. Just because the incident happened doesn't take away his ability. He's still a bad motherfucker. But we just like, different I like, now. I feel like, I feel like, what part made you feel like he wasn't your friend no more? At that well, point? first of all, he never was my friend. Oh, wow. I, 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 let me. I just okay. say he he was somebody I respected okay. and, and, a, and a colleague in the comedy game. I don't fuck around with that word friend. Mm-hmm. Friend is somebody who help you bury a body. Right, right, right. Friend right. is somebody who right. you know will fuck your lady. Right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Who has your back? Right. You know, uh, my best friend is in the back of this room right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't take that word lightly. But uh, to answer your question, uh, after the incident went down, the stance he took right when it happened was very different the next day. And I didn't understand that. Okay, I don't understand you right now. So what you mean? Like, what happened at that incident? At the moment it popped off, and, and you know, in the heat of the moment, he was saying one thing to me, like, you know, oh, man, that's crazy. It was fucked up. What he right. did and dude is wrong. Right. But then... Because it wasn't him that just... It wasn't Corey. It was, it was right. Zoo, Zoo, Zoo Williams yeah, or whatever right. his name was. But then after days later, I called Corey back and was like, nigga, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, nah, man, you was tripping. You was fucking up. You was, you had too much Tangare. You was, I was like, nigga, well, that's different from what you told me. So then right. that kind of just, and we Meaning did like, like had that. had to assess his story. He I guess, and it just it. dramatically changed. Right. You know? Because cause that, that's, that's the thing. Now, uh, let me ask you, because I don't know. Um, is Zoe Williams a comedian or no? And that was, no. But here was my mistake. Okay. And I said this in many interviews. Because Corey was my guy. I get it. And there was a res- my guy. All he had to do was say to me what he said was, which was, yo, this is Zoe Williams. It's my man. Mm-hmm. Okay? So your man is now my man. Well, for you. Facts. And I thought the same thing that we doing here, right. we could do there. Mm-hmm. We had drinks. So I'm like, let's say you Zoe. And again, I'm from New York. I talk right. with a certain flair and a passion, and, and I let my guard down. So I'm talking, we in it. Right. I'm Dr. Tangle Ray. Right. Nigga, out of here, nigga. Right. Nigga, crazy, nigga. Right. And there's a little right. bit of contact. I'm, right. I'm exiting a little bit. You'll die, right. So it's doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and I was saying shit. And look, here's the thing about comics, like rappers or whatever. Right. When you're in the same hustle, you know how to break each other's balls right. and ain't ever gonna be no animosity. Right. Right. We jokes, this is what we do, this is right. how we eat. Right. I assumed he was in that world. Right. He's a civilian, he's right. a regular civilian. Right. So what I'm saying is touching nerves. Right. When I'm thinking, we comics, nigga, this is what we do, we give right. and take. Right. If I give it to you, you give it to me, 10 right. times back is good. Right. So I guess, you know, I did one too many knee slaps. Right. And you know, I massaged this nigga's tissues. Right. And he right. got upset. And right. shit went the way it went. But like right. I said, that's my fault because I went in there with the, with, I just went in there with my guard down. And, now, and I said I would never do that again. I, I believe, I believe comedians have to be comedians. Um, <clears throat> that's the reason why I was like, like yo, Marlon Wayans, we had to like literally almost kick hilarious. him out because he just, he just fell right. in love with us. He just kept, we kept smoking right. with him. And, kept, <laughs> and he just was like, he just was like, you know what? Like he felt comfortable because we like we understand comedians. Like yeah, you could like, clown everybody like, listen, in listen, the room. Listen, Russell Peters came here as well, and Russell Peters sit right where um, EFM was at, and we we got him high, we got him 
fucked up. And he joked on on on, on twin. twin on twin and twin is paralyzed. Everyone could see that twin is paralyzed. And I didn't know because he, he kind of went a little too far, <coughs> like just right. like for a certain for thing. And I had to, but he was saying it to me. But I had to pull twin aside and I'm like, yo. We gotta let a comedian be a comedian. That's like me telling you, right. yo, you can't be that much of a rapper. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't, you can't, I don't want nobody to judge me like that. I don't want nobody right. to say, yo, yo, you know what? Say what, what? Don't say what, 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 what. Right. Like, right. You went too far with the, the other three. The, the tools, the tools is okay. Right. But the, the, the other three, right. you're preposterously yeah, out of yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want somebody to do that. So right. I stepped the twin and I said, yo, look. I know what comedians do. And Twin looked at me like, yo, Twin didn't give a fuck. Twin didn't give a fuck. Oh, I gave more of a fuck than oh, he did. Wait, so wait, wait, he, 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 he sat on him? No, no, nah, he was playing around. Like, he was just making sad. He said the L jokes. Oh, you know, cribble jokes. Like, he was just making yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you made he just, like, physically sat on him. No, 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 no. Like, he was just, you know. I was going to say, he wouldn't been able to feel that no way. No, because. See, there you go. See? So let's make it look. The thing is, comedians, I'm not to say I feel sorry for y'all, but I, I watch because the thing is, what makes me a sane person is watching you motherfuckers make fun of me. I was watching you motherfuckers make fun of what's happening. You know what's like, funny, man? I got then as you say that, right. and most people are like that. Uh-huh. But you know, I tell you, a rapper who the sense of humor is, was, you know, LL. I did a movie called Out of Sync with LL. Um, and I, was, and I was playing his best friend. And I would, you know, imitate him in front of him. Which you do, be, you man. do the main. Come on, man. Hey, you big solo man. You kill, you kill that. <laughs> it's crazy, man. You know, it's kind of funny, B, but while we're living like it, you know, and, So he wasn't really, he felt like I was making fun of him instead of trying to laugh with him. Because I promise I would do the, well, and you know, listen. In certain interviews and in certain things I've right. done, like I said, I, I go I go hard. Like right. I, on my CD, I did, I did a prank call where I did LL calling a gay club, trying to, <laughs> trying to get in on Filipino night. <laughs> How did this go? Yeah, 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 can, we, can we have a snippet? Can we have a snippet? It's so specific though. That's what's great. I, I just I, I was I called the club up and I said, yeah, you know, it's, it, I want to come in on Filipino night. So, <laughs> it's a Filipino night. I want to sit in a dark booth with a hoodie on. Oh. You, you ever rub coconut oil on your calves? <laughs> I'm gonna chill with a Filipino boy, you know what I mean? It's crazy, man. That's <laughs> bananas, man. You know, so, so, you know, and I think word got back to him and he kinda, you know, but that's what I was doing then. This was on a set? This, this was on, a, on my comedy CD. Oh, no, yeah. I'm talking about on a set, like you and L. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, I mean, you know. Um, you already done that. Yeah, the I comedy already done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on a set with a homie. Uh, yeah. But how about DMX? Like, when you when you met DMX, did he appreciate you? Well, here's what's funny. Uh, okay. I remember Jay-Z was doing a concert at the Staples Center. And that week, we had Meth and Red on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. So Meth was like, yo, I'm hanging out with Hove at the Staples Center. Yo, roll with me. So I did. Yeah. So again, my CD had just come out. So I'm bumping into Busta Rhymes and yeah. everybody. And yo, hold up my CD and promote it. Give me a shout out, y'all. And they was all doing it. So I seen X. And I said, uh, X, man, my CD. He stopped me. He said, yo, Doug, I need to holler at you. <laughs> so and here again, my mistake. He, he, he was he was hanging out in one of the locker rooms, and in the locker room, there's only one way in and one way out. <laughs> so again, me being naive, I walk in the locker room. 
uh, he comes in next, but then 15 niggas come in. Good. And they all form a circle uh. around me and X, and it's just me and X in the middle. And then the last dude comes in the security, he slams the door, boom, mm-hmm. and stands right in front of the door. And he said, yo, dog, my voice. I heard some things with my voice. I said, well, I, look, X, I just want you to promote the CD. Yo, I'll tell you what, come to my hotel, let me hear it. If the shit is real, yeah. If it's not, nigga. <laughs> 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 Let's go back. Let's go back to what I was talking about: degrees of blackness. Now I'm, I'm a legit hundred percent nigga. Here's how I know I'm not nigga nigga. This nigga X was talking to me, and at one point, this nigga said, "Yo, dog, you know what I mean?" And pulled a razor blade out from under his tongue. And I looked at that shit, and I said, "This nigga can talk without cutting himself." And I said, "Now I know the difference between me and this nigga. I can do that too. I'm the Huxtable. That's good times. That's that breed of nigga right there." Yeah. I'm so ashamed to say I can do that as well. Oh, <laughs> so, that's that's the Rikers Island shit. I'm so sorry. So sorry. That's the Rikers Island '90s. Uh, well, um, so how about Hope? What, what, what was your first impression of you meeting Hope? Uh, well, the first time I met him, I had to do an interview. I was interviewing Tamia, Grand, Grand Hill's wife, oh, for okay. a magazine. Okay. And it was at uh, this, this spot in Beverly Hills where, you know, they had a little restaurant, outdoor joint. So I'm sitting with her at the table, and he comes in, and I remember he had a hat on backwards and a wife beater. <clears throat> he obviously knew who she was. He, I wasn't nobody at the time. Who, Tamia? Um, Tamia, yeah. Tamia. So he went over to give her love. But she's a singer. She's, she's a singer, singer, right. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yo, Hove, man, big fan, man, whatever. This nigga played me like... <laughs> I was just like, damn. Right. So and I, had, I hadn't really seen him uh, after that, yeah. but me and my peoples, we went to the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. And when the fight was over, everybody was spilling out from the arena into the streets. And we see Allen Iverson. There's a little mob around him. Then that mob leaves him and immediately goes over here because now it's Jay and Beyonce walking hand by hand. And I just happened, my movement, to join their rhythm. So I'm right next to them as they walking in stride. And I said, "Um, yo, Jay, man, I... Big fan, man. He goes, I know who you are, nigga. I know who you are. How did he say it again? I know who you are, nigga. I really, I really wanted to break down to him and just give him a little bit, you know. I ain't animated like say a Buster Rhymes. But the real shit you get when you break down my lines. Had that to the fact when blood a bunch of times. Times that, but my influence on pop culture. Everybody miss. We'll see what happens when I no longer exist. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> when people ask about the impressions, I say it's always like being a musician. Uh-huh. Singers have ear for tonation, uh-huh. pitch, um, riffs, tone. Uh-huh. So it's like everybody's voice is a note. Uh-huh. So Shaq is all bass. You I'm going to be honest. I, is, I like Shaq, but every time I meet him, he mm-hmm. grabs my head. And I know, <laughs> and I, know <laughs> I actually can't beat him in a fight. Right, right. <clears throat> so I just, I just like act mad tough, yeah. but I just be like, yo, please. Yeah. Let's stop this. I tell you what, let's, let's do it like this. Let's uh, ask ask me a question. Uh huh. Ask me a question like we got Shaq. Ask me a basketball question. Okay, Shaq. 
right now, uh, we got Kevin Durant yeah. is going to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. And, but he's going to be out the whole season. He's going to be out the whole season. How is the Nets season going to be like with just Kyrie? Is Ky- can Kyrie hold down this whole season without... First of all, let me tell you something. I'm <laughs> Brother, they already got a strong team. <laughs> Kyrie is best, one of the best point guards in the world. I used to say with LeBron James. I used to tell people all the time, as long as LeBron got the others, he's going to make the ball, he's going to do what he's going to do. But when he got the others, JR, Kroger, and they play with him, they got the Let me go back to, to why, this is why I say I'm blackballed. <coughs> Y'all recently saw the NBA Awards, right? Mm, yes. And they had that mm. moment where Jay Farrow sat at the table with Barkley mm. and he imitated Shaq. Yeah. And this ain't got nothing to do with my vanity. Read the comments. 85, 90% said there's no fucking way that shouldn't have been Aries. Damn. No fucking way. Damn. That's Aries all day. And I didn't get that, go- that job. I didn't even get the call. <laughs> so, you know, do I know that's because I'm blackballed? No, but my spidey sense tells me something. Right. That's crazy. Somehow. And Jay Fowler just did White Famous, didn't he? Well, he had done White Famous, yeah, and from Saturday Night Live and all that. But, you know, that's, that's just one of those moments where I go, man, something's up. Something's up. Okay, I, and I actually... And, I'm, and people will, will say I'm, I, that's what makes me an asshole is that I would say that. I'm not supposed to say, say I think I should have got that call. I'm not allowed to say no, that. I think that's, you should. No, I think but that's perceived as cocky. What, that you, you, you shouldn't have got the, that you should That I'm have? saying that. Like, I shouldn't be like that somehow. No, I don't think that's cocky. I, you know, and, no, and, yeah. like, I'm just saying that I felt, you know, that's a job I deserved. Slightly. But I'm not supposed to say that. You, you, you were out before. You, uh, Jay Farrell was my man. I got his phone number. Uh, we cool. Um, see him at Soul House every now and then. Um, but you've been doing it way before. Jay. Well, people wow. also thought I had a beef with Jay because I said this. Again, I always started oh, I everything this. with motherfuckers funny. Right. And Jay's funny. And I'll say, like I said a million times, he does impressions I wish I could do. Right. I'm envious of that nigga. Right. But the only thing I said to bother me is impressions are specific. And what makes a great impressionist is when you capture detail to the last dime. And Jay, when he would do Jay-Z, he would always go, <clears throat> Blue Ivy, my baby girl. I run the world. And I said, Hove would never say that. He would say girl and world the way you say girl and world, but with a whole tone. Yo, my baby girl. Uh, Smoke world. Uh, what the fuck is wild? Like that would just irritate me. Like that would irritate me. That's, that's ultimate Jay Z fan right there. That just like when he would do Shaq, he would do this face. He would go, "My name is Shaquille." And it's like it's it, part of what makes it great is it's a slight exaggeration. Shaq don't look like this, but a little bit. I just tilt your eyes. So I just, you know, certain little things like that would get me and I would say that. And again, I'm not supposed to say shit like that. Right. I'm just supposed to, you You're know. the only one who can do someone else's impression of that somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> right. No one else the impression can do that. Of the impression, yeah. What, what, what's your favorite part of comedy? 
Me? Being that you started at you started at 41, you said, or 42? 42. 42. <coughs> I'm going to start at 42 as well. I'm going to be real honest for me. Yes. Self-gratification. To get that immediate response of laughter for something that I said mm. and know that people enjoyed it is like great. a drug. But, if, but I really talk about my real life stories, so when I don't get that, it's not fun. Well, That's because you, you feel like your life is fucked well, because, up. Yeah, because it's me. When right. someone doesn't like me, they don't like me. They don't like the concept material. Is yeah. your life? So they don't like me. Right. So that's the only side of it. But I love, I love the honesty that you get to have with comedy, and that's what I love about it. And, I, and it's not a real job. Like I have not felt in in the eleven years that I've been doing this that I had a job. Wow. I don't feel. I don't feel like I go to work. You didn't feel like I, you go to work. How did you guys meet? How'd you do me? Well, I I would perform in certain spots in Cali. <clears throat> and he just happened to be opening up. I thought uh, he's from Utah, like his shirt. No, no, this is based on a joke. No, no, this is from a yeah, this is based on an actual joke. Is it Kanye? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. White people's no, no, because I ain't no niggas in Utah. So Utah is white people's Africa. Yeah, first time I went to Utah, I was looking for niggas like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, I was in the airport. You know, airport is diverse because niggas is going in and out. Yo, that's funny as fuck. The first time I went to Utah, I was stuck in the airport for seven hours. I became a Carver Lone fan. Yeah, I was like, nigga, I was watching everything while you talking. Jazz, yeah. I said, "Carbonola is shit." Yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, you talk white people's Africa." Yo, that's crazy. So, um, no, wait, wait, how they meet? Yeah, yeah uh, no. So I would, I would perform, <laughs> and he was opening for me. And uh, you know, like I said, I wear a scowl. I got my music on. I'm in the zone, getting ready for the show. And uh, again, this perception is: don't talk to Aries. Yo, he's he's angry, or he's a diva, or he's difficult. And uh, he yeah, didn't buy into any of that shit. So he just started talking to me, uh, and you know. Things just kind of meshed, and I liked this comedy, and he, he had the guts to ask me, yo, can I feature with you regularly? Right. I said, yeah, come on. Mm. Yeah. That being said, though, I got to say this real quick. The second time I worked with him, though, <clears throat> was on the road, and uh, he didn't talk to me. Like, I thought we broke that barrier. Like, we talked, we had a big conversation. What I didn't know is if you don't know Aries well, just because you met him and had a conversation with him, <laughs> you don't start off where you left off. Right. You go back to where you very first started off. Going backwards. So, yeah, so... <laughs> I sat in the green room for like two days and I didn't say anything to him and he wasn't saying anything to me and I just go, so is this what you expect from your feature? Not to talk to you unless you talk to me? And he just looked at me and goes, I'm a grown fucking man. You can talk to me whenever you want to. And he goes, I'll meet outside. He walked outside and then that after that, it was kind of like, and I think the third week we worked together, this motherfucker bought me a big bottle of tequila. I did. Okay. So I said, we good now. <laughs> yeah. But do you ever like, um, both of you guys, you know, you ever because your you're, literally your job is to make other people happy. Like they say, that your way to get into heaven is to do something for people who can't do nothing for you. That's literally your job because your your job is to make somebody laugh that literally probably can't make you laugh. Back. And but that's the relationship. Like I feel like if I get to make you laugh, but it makes me feel good about myself, we completed that relationship, mm. and that's what makes that work for me. Mm. And I'm happy that they're getting what they need from me, mm. but I couldn't do it if I wasn't getting what I needed from doing comedy. Mm. That was hard. I think you should clap for that. Well, all right, all right, so look. Three is my lucky number. We did two. We're going in. God damn. Three is my lucky number. And that's it. You only got like... Only because of the anniversary. Let's do it. It's the anniversary of NRE album. Uh, this album means 
it's the most important album to me because this is my album that I stepped out on my own. We, we made the War Report. It was a classic album. And Capone got locked up and I had to go on my own. So I, I actually made this. And if it would have failed, uh, I would have been the blame. And it worked. And I still wasn't the blame. But that's, that's the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the way the shit works. works. But for it to, you know... Turned 21 years uh, yesterday. Um, Which means it's 21 years that we know each other as well. Yeah, because that's I met you. Yeah. yeah, we I met you through um, an RE album. And right I'm before, also, right big, before, up, to, big yeah. up to DJ Khaled because... Is he coming or not? I've really been seeing him... Pause. Um, you know, for a lot, <laughs> a lot these past couple yo, of weeks. Yo. And, you know, he's brought up Drink Chance before, but this time he's like... Yo, what's up with EFM, man? What's up with Crazy Hood? He knows the beginning of my story. He knows of my struggle. He knows. Okay, and great I'm story. There, Where's he at? Let's go. Then, yeah, I'm just saying. I just never heard him that passionately, so I want to big him Yo, up. Tell I also want to big up something. You big him up and then I also want to big up something because I would like to apologize to people who watched the Rick Ross interview. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know that these episodes are coming out of sync. None of this is gonna make sense. Fuck, whenever you hear this shit, I want to say sorry because I looked at myself and I said, "Jeez, Louise, I didn't want to be there. Guy. I lived it. Jeez, yeah, I, come on, that's not a shot. I'm gonna be honest. Come and on. listen, after that Lake Ross episode, this is a shot. That's not a shot, bro. That's not a shot. We ain't gonna pussy for shit around here, brother. So I'm gonna be a real nigga. Hold on, hold on, everybody. Come on, there. Come on, there. Come on, there. I'm gonna be a real person. Uh, Rick Ross, you deserved a better interview than that. What happened was we was, you know, drinking six, 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 six o'clock in the morning. Um, I, I, I held it down to the middle of the interview. Nah, you did a great job. Until in the middle of the interview, what happened was they wouldn't give us the champagne bottle. They kept pouring it for us. So when they kept pouring it for us, we didn't have none of our liquor. We had none of our liquor. So I don't want to make excuses. I want to, you know, be, you know, great to my fans and say, you know, for bearing with us. Because there's certain people that keep saying. Great fucking Rick Ross interview. No, no. And, I, and I appreciate that, but I wasn't on my A game. Can I say something real quick, yes. Mungie? You held it down, so thank no, you. No, as no, well. it's not, not held it down. First of all, we're a show called Drink Chance. Yes. We and should sometimes be drunk. Sometimes we get drunk, and sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out. That's what being drunk is. Right. right. <laughs> you know? Right. It doesn't work out sometimes, Listen, people. We, we did a special podcast episode called the uh, High Episode, mm. and the goal was <laughs> to eat edibles. And mm. smoke and drink and then do the podcast. Right. 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 He yes. couldn't do this motherfucker. Like if I if I was as fucked up as him, that whole episode would have been horrendous. You know, you know what the crazy shit is? When, when me and Ian it's never we both fucked up. It's always either you're fucked up or I'm fucked up. But somebody's really? gotta you know, but yeah, it should you know, be remember the Petey Crack episode? I you, mean, you that's fell asleep. No, I, I walked away and went to sleep. But to a degree, that's kind of how it should be. It's Somebody's got to fly the plane. That's, that's the point. Like that's what I'm trying to tell people. Like if you're a fan like, of what we're, we're not doing, faking it. We're not yeah, we, if you're a fan of what we're doing, like don't get mad when we actually do what we say right. we're doing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't get mad at that. That is the product. Yeah, that's not uh, the real fan. You know what I'm saying? We drink champs sometimes too much, which is the point. So we just want to let the people know, man, we out here working hard. As of now, we got episodes coming uh, from uh, uh, Nas. Uh, hey, come on, relax, uh, buddy. Hey. Master P, Russ. We got a whole bunch of big episodes. We want to announce it on the... Come on, everybody. everybody's going to listen to this motherfucking interview. So we're going to announce it on this. And, and 
We've having fun, man. We we doing it. I, I so much appreciate uh, you for coming through, man. Uh, you're a legend. Our game is about bigging up legends, bigging, bigging up people who's been seasoned. You know what I mean? People feel like uh, the longer you've been in this game, like I said, people call you washed up. But I, I want to call us seasoned. I want to call us classics. I want to call us legends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> As opposed to people that, you know, I'd rather listen to a person who's been in the game 20 years than a person who's been in the game for t two days, any yeah. day. Because I would rather your experience. And unfortunately, we live in a world where that's the exact opposite. These people, they want to listen to, you know, God bless these city girls, but these, God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Right. These girls, I'm walking, they, they probably, they, I seen a bitch light a cigarette with a pussy. Like, <laughs> ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。ブレイクアップ。
Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.